All right, biohackers, who doesn't love a yummy, creamy whey protein shake? Oh, it is such a treat. And I really love it as a meal replacement, post-workout recovery, maybe even a midday snack. So this is why I have to tell you about Puri Protein Powder. I absolutely love the bourbon vanilla flavor and the chocolate, but I think I got to go with the, the vanilla as my favorite. So it's smooth, it's delicious. And you know what else? It's pretty awesome that the flavors come from real natural ingredients like the bourbon vanilla seeds from Madagascar. And let's talk about quality because there's a lot of junk whey protein on the market that I would not recommend. So the Puree whey protein, it comes from pasture-raised cow's milk with no hormones, no GMOs, and no pesticides. This is because Puree's mission has always been to be the best at offering pure, clean, and superior products that, that support health and well-being. And what I think truly sets them apart is that they are fully transparent with their product testing. Every batch is third-party tested against more than 200 contaminants and certified clean by the Clean Label Projects. Not all brands can say this. Plus, each product contains a QR code so you can personally scan it and review the test results at home. I know you're excited to try it out. So what you're going to do is head on over to puri.com slash biohackerbabes. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash biohackerbabes. And then make sure you use promo code biohackerbabes at checkout to save 20%. All right, let's get back to the show. We're digging deep and asking the questions we need to ask. Years of stress and not just emotional. I was depleting my body. I was malnourished. I'm working out like crazy. I'm eating all these healthy foods. How could I not be well? We have to get back to the basics. We can change the way our genes are expressed. Anyone that wants to improve their health or upgrade their health, they should be biohacking. My name is Renee. And I'm Lauren. We are the Biohacker Babes. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. The Biohacker Babes podcast aims to create insight into the body's natural healing abilities, strengthen your intuition, and empower you with techniques and modalities to optimize your health and wellness. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Welcome to the Biohacker Babes podcast. This is Renee and I'm here with my sister, Lauren, and we have a guest for you today. We have Eileen Durfee. And before I bring her on, let me share her bio with you. Uh, it's going to be a great discussion all about toxins in our environment, our air. This really is building upon the episode we did in season two, all about indoor air pollution. So a lot of us are spending way too much time inside, especially with the shutdown right now. So we want to get outside more. That's the number one thing we can do. But she's going to give us some really great tips how we can start detoxing our homes and our bodies. Eileen Durfee is the founder of Creatrix Solutions, which is a million-dollar company growing at 20% per year. She is developing proprietary and private label health products under the brand name Creatrix Solutions. Some of her products include Breathe Safe, Sauna Fix, Trioxy Water Ozonators, and Ion Bright Mercury Free Energy Efficient Light Bulbs. She is also known as a healthy home expert and has appeared on various ABC and CBS television segments. Eileen has quite an amazing background. So, welcome to the show, Eileen. We're so excited to have you. How well, are you thanks. doing? I'm doing really good. Awesome. Good. Yeah. How have things been for you during this time, the last few months? Well, you know, we pretty much just go to work and go home and no taking the grandkids to the store. And I bought those gloves that have the silver impregnated threads that kill bacteria and viruses, you know, so I've, I've used those more than a mask. And for sanitizer, I just went to the alcohol store and got Everclear 190 proof, spray <laughs> that on there. 
but we mainly ship products out and we don't have foot traffic in. So we've remained open and, you know, people I think are really starting to think about their health because uh, the first month of COVID was our all-time record sales ever. People buying air purifiers and saunas and, you know, getting hair analysis and just doing everything they can to bolster their immune system. That is That's really great. great to hear. I wasn't really sure if there was a shift in that. And obviously, uh, a company that's product or supplement driven would see the result of that. But myself as a practitioner, I haven't seen a dramatic shift in people really wanting to change their health or take action. I'm still just seeing the fear about waiting for a vaccine. Does everyone around me have a mask on? So I'm actually, I feel very hopeful to hear that, that people are seeking better alternatives. That's really exciting. Well, the, the categories that really increased were air purifiers, water ozonators, and saunas. You know, we didn't really, we probably saw less supplement sales overall, you know, during that time. Uh, we saw a few more hair analysis where people are thinking about, you know, let's check my status. Where, where am I at? What's my vulnerability to, to start yeah. that process? Hmm. What's the hair analysis? Like, what are people checking? Well, it will show you metabolic trends. It's uh, kind of like a farmer doing a soil test to figure out what kind of fertilizer to put on the ground. Hmm. Uh, you don't put nitrogen on the soil to raise nitrogen in the plant. And likewise, with all these vitamins and supplements and minerals we're taking, you know, humans are on planet Earth. We're subject to the same law of elements. The wellness revolution is kind of throwing that out the window. It's like, let's detox this. Let's take this because it's good for that. Let's chase our symptoms like it was a prescription, but it's a natural substance. And people aren't really getting some of the results they need. And so, Getting a hair analysis, it's like a tissue biopsy. So it's going to measure the circulating effect of what's in your bloodstream at the cell level. So you can monitor different things that you implement. You know, is it, you know, causing me to detox like I want, or is it really stressing me out and causing other problems? So it's very an interesting science. That's cool. Is that a test you offer on your website? Yes. I'm a practitioner. I I went back uh, to school to become specialized in that because even though a test might measure 23 things, there's over a hundred patterns. And so, because they simultaneously did blood, hair, and urine testing over a period of 10 years. So they were able to see, even though hair analysis might not show a real good copper status, but they could tell these indicators like certain ratios or if like your calcium was sky high or, you know, certain things so that you knew that, oh, this person has hidden copper toxicity or a copper conundrum where they've got too much copper, but it's not bioavailable. So there's Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of things are able to derive. And so when you're properly trained and you can interpret it, you know, it's meaningful, especially for the biohacking community. Um, I, you know, have a lot of biohackers that I know, and I see all this extreme behavior, the extreme certain things that they do. And then they're complaining about how they can't sleep and they have anxiety. And I'm going, well, gee, you know, that guy, he stimulated his adrenal gland too much over his thyroid and he lost his balance. And it's like, Sometimes these guys can be their own worst enemy for, you know, short periods. Sure. That's Who are really these biohackers though? Take a step back. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. No. You really can live in extremes at times. You're right. You have to look at the, the well, we're, fundamental. We're our own guinea pig, right? And uh, I mean, right, things yeah. that they were doing 10 years ago, we might not recommend, but maybe we've done ourselves, you know. Sure, I've... Sure. Uh, done so many things, you know. Yeah. So Eileen, what is your background as far as like what got you interested in all of this and health and wellness? Well, I've been sick my whole life. Um, I was almost a miscarriage. My body was twisted. I had to wear special shoes. I've been in pain my whole life. I grew nine inches in three months, horrific pain. And not too long after that, I got ran over 
in a parking lot by a car. I wasn't supposed to be able to lift my hands. And then I became allergic to everything, had terrible thyroid problems. I had psoriasis all over my body. I mean, just, you know, insomnia, um, panic attacks, just couldn't even think, function, had terrible candida. I mean, it's like, what was working? You know, that'd be a shorter list. And so when the medications weren't working, um, I started thinking, you know, I just had this underlying feeling that if my body just had what it needed, things would work. So I tried, I mean, I was eating paleo in the 80s before paleo was a thing and just, you know, the gluten-free and just this and that and, Eating real food. It just didn't have a label, right? Yeah, yeah. And you know, just doing so many things, you know, like the Bernard Jensen cleanse and, you know, all these different things. And I was doing saunas. And uh, so I was able to be medication free and feel better. I got onto electronic medicine, like Rife machines and multiple wave oscillators and the Bob Beck machines. And, you know, it's like, I'm a gizmo woman. It's just, you know, so I used to be a nuclear power plant engineer, and as I came across hair analysis and then experienced the huge detox reaction, because without chelation, your body will freely give up toxins and then restore the correct OEM car part, so to speak. And you know, you got to live through that process. I don't know how many people have tried stuff and felt horrible, you know, and it's supposed to be normal, right? I just started implementing, you know, near infrared sauna, doing the rebounder, skin brushing, just doing all these different combinations to speed up the time that things are circulating in your blood that can cause every imaginal reaction. So you can kind of like detox and feel like superwoman at the same time. So I feel like I'm in my fourth life in this life because I was a nuclear power plant engineer. Then though that was during the construction phase in the 1980s. Then when those were mothballed, I went to land development and then building houses. I mean, designing them in AutoCAD, getting all the materials, running the construction crews. Then I started managing nonprofit corporations. And so you know, during that time, I spared no expense at trying everything known to man to try to get my life back. And I mean, at 58, I feel better than I did when I was in my 20s. Now I get to play, you know, I, I got patented products and it's just widgets and things to help us so we don't accumulate as many toxins. And even if we lived in a bubble, let's face it, we're going to accumulate those to, to help them get out of our body. And, you know, how many gizmos have you bought that are just sitting in the cupboard that you don't use? So my thing is, let's make everything easier to use. Because if we can't get people to use them, it's not going to make a difference in their health. So I'm really big on education, helping people to take one step at a time. I mean, it's this huge elephant. You just can't all of a sudden go cold turkey or you know, transform everything in your life. And then as you do one thing, you get encouraged. It's like, wow, I saw these results. So pretty soon you get braver and you add more stuff in. So I'm really kind of coaching people along and uh, try to offer like a shopping mall of things that can help people. Yeah, that work. So you knew about this in the 80s. Did someone like approach you with this? Like, how did you learn about that back then? Well, my mom was really sick. She had almost died, you know, multiple times. I mean, she was diagnosed with MS in the 70s. I mean, at one point she was bedridden for nine months. And uh, so we just started, you know, implementing natural things and trying different products. And so she was able, you know, to get off medications and not have the problems. She still had, you know, health issues that she fought with, but at least she could function and everything. I mean, there was a movie in the 70s about this kid who lived in the bubble that had no <laughs> immune system. He's a relative of ours. So our genetic pile is, is not so good. No way. Wow. Yeah, There's my... been a, like a resurgence of clips <laughs> from that movie with COVID going on. I've seen that a lot on the TV. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 So that's a distant cousin um, from wow. my mother's father's side of the family from South Dakota. And uh, so, you know, and it's like my mom was a hemophiliac and, uh, 
you know, I was a carrier and, you know, just different things. Uh, you know, we miss the whole MTHFR stuff, you know, but everybody gets their own little, little problems, I guess, that they need to support their whole organism. It, it's got to be a whole body approach. So it sounds like you really weren't afraid to try everything. Was that always your mindset or was it that you kind of hit rock bottom? And so that was the only thing left. And then within those things that you tried, was there one thing that really moved the needle or was it the hair mineral tissue analysis that propelled all of that forward? Well, at one point, any odor, whether it be a fragrance or some kind of a cleaning chemical or odors from carpets or new clothes or anything like that, would set me off. I would get respiratory uh, distressed where my lungs could close up. I'd get hives all over my body. I mean, to the point where I couldn't even walk. I'm crawling around. And that was just not the inhalant stuff. It was foods. So I did that rotation diet where you couldn't even eat something from the same family within 72 hours, or you became allergic to it, like a cruciferous. I mean, you eat broccoli, then you can't eat it again for 72 Mm -hmm. hours. And then I learned about candida, the leaky gut, you know, and then I thought everything that was wrong with me was because of candida, where really the root cause of that is your adrenal glands aren't making adequate hormones or stressed out and you can't keep copper bound to a protein to keep candida under check like a fungicide that you use for a swimming pool. You know, it's like your body just Mm -hmm. doesn't make it and it just trashes your immune system. So, I mean, the electronic devices, like the multiple wave oscillator, I mean, I had such rheumatoid joint pain that I could go in that machine and zap for 20 minutes and walk out pain-free. And I'd have to do that at least every other day. Or, you know, you'd be living on things for arthritis or, you know, painkillers or something like that. But it got to the point where it's like, man, this is a chain and a ball. How do, how do I leave, go on a trip? You know, what about, you know, all these things, you know? So then I started thinking about a car battery. Why do you have to replace your battery? It's because the minerals no longer hold an electric charge. And so then you, re, you know, you can certainly jump start your car and the, but then you can drive it without the headlights on, or, you know, you don't want to run your air conditioner. And I mean, that's how we are. We're a bunch of jalopies running around because we're not conducting the minerals. And so the hair analysis, I think was the turning point for me, but to continue on the hair analysis program, it was not sustainable without these intense detox measures. Like I was, I had a bar infrared sauna. I spent $2,800 on it. I was doing daily saunas. I was sweating buckets and a doctor said, oh, you need near infrared. I mean, my son, you know, he's in like biology classes, pre-med and, and I'm going, well, what is this about this? And he says, well, it's light. And he says, mom and the ATP and all this kind of stuff. So I got... <laughs> a near infrared incandescent bulb sauna. Day one, I wasn't that impressed. I wasn't sweating as much, but day two, I sweat more. By day three, I had such a clean energy that came over me, a well being that I've never taken a far infrared sauna since. That is like, if somebody was going to just do one thing, that would probably, you know, because we eat food to digest it to create cellular ATP. And here is a hack that you can shine a light on your skin and your body makes ATP. So all these people that are digestion compromised and all that kind of thing can actually get a boost of energy to do cellular healing and not to mention the detox. And not using energy to break down food, which is energy depleting. You're just getting the boost. So so it's been a journey, but those are the two pillars. But then I got into air. What's your number one exposure after having respiratory distress, having to carry an EpiPen? I mean, somebody walks by that had cologne on and it's like, I'm going to die. I mean, it's like, oh my gosh. So every second we're breathing and even the EPA says indoor air is three to five times more toxic than outdoors. Here we got the COVID in here and- Stay indoors. I know it's awful. And then our HVAC systems, heating, ventilation, and air conditioning systems are stripping negative ions out of the air. And just for our 
body cells to function. I mean, I go to the beach. I mean, why do you feel so good on vacation? I mean, WebMD says if you can get enough negative ions, it's better than an antidepressant. But it's because the crashing of the water is making negative ions in huge concentrations. And we're supposed to have about three to 5,000 negative ions per cubic centimeter for normal body function. You know, people that have headaches, fatigue, feel tired. It could be their body just doesn't have the negative ions to function. And indoors, back to that HVAC system, it strips them all out. You're going to be lucky to have 500 per cubic centimeter. And we spend 90% of our time indoors. So my hack was let's do something to help this clean up the toxic internal environment. You know, I mean, I was building... Yeah, I was building houses. So, you know, there's, you know, hard surfaces. If you can't afford hard surfaces, my goodness, they have the shampoo and a sealer to where you can seal in all the outgassing of the carpets. I mean, turn on your uh, circulating fan on the furnace continuously. People go, oh, that's going to take more energy. No, it actually takes more voltage to turn it on hammering those coils on that motor that are going to wear it out quicker than letting it run all the time and then change the furnace filter because you can get rid of 80 percent of respiratory distress just by increasing ventilation rates in your home there's a lot of whole house air purification systems out there so i wanted to find the niche that was different that would help us, right? I mean, because we're not always in our own home. So I created a little device that's uh, portable called the the Breeze Safe. And it'll actually work on an external battery pack like your power bank that you charge your tablet with when you're on the go or your phone. And it's amazing because it actually increases oxygen levels 70 to 118% right off the top. Plus, it's plasma. So it's not just negative ion. See, negative ion generator has been around forever. But I mean, have you been to the LA airport anytime soon and noticed that you don't smell the jet fumes as much? No, but I've they, heard you talk about this on another podcast. They're actually cleaning the air. But giant, how many people know about that? Giant plasma air purifiers. And so that's a blend of negative ions and positive ions. Normally you think positive ions are bad. Well, if all you have are positive ions, yes, that's going to make you feel lethargic and tired. But if you have this invisible electron cloud having this reaction, it's more effective at cleaning up the volatile organic compounds and the formaldehydes and the benzenes and all this junk that's making our air toxic for us to breathe. And so the Breeze Safe is a plasma air purifier. So it's negatively charged air that's clean and producing oxygen. And so immediately improve your air quality. And and people should read the product reviews on that little device because no other air purifier out there is making oxygen and it's based on the ratio of the negative and positive that I, that it produces. But okay. a- another big thing is, is I was always reading about how great saunas were. <laughs> and it's like, you know, if you exercise and you measure someone's sweat, there's not that many toxins in it. You're a lot of times you're losing electrolytes because you're in that sympathetic mode like the lion is chasing the zebra you know yeah it's a stressor then when you're in the sauna you're parasympathetic so actually more toxins come out in sweat i was reading this study about all these eight toxins and all that and i noticed it's kind of humid in the sauna because my sweat is humidifying and then i'm rebreathing it right so so part of the whole design in the breeze safe was to be able to put it in the sauna you know here i am Spending all this time, even though, yeah, it makes me feel good, you know, I just want to have a better end result by not rebreathing in toxins. So I, you know, I've got that hack, you know, with the breeze safe and, and then the European sauna studies, you know, we kind of threw the baby out with the bathwater here. You know, you got that traditional sauna, you have to preheat for 30 minutes, you know, your electric bill is going to go up $200 a month just to have a daily sauna and, you know, the traditional just heating up the air. So we all went to the farm infrared saunas, those little boxes called the dry sauna. 
you know, you don't have the rocks to pour the water over. Well, some heaters in the traditional sauna, it really depends on their makeup. And that's how they classify whether a sauna is any good in Europe or not, because they define half of the benefit of a sauna coming from the negative ions that you're breathing during the sauna session. So now most everybody is not taking a traditional sauna. And, you know, maybe it's Russian roulette, whether you got a heater that's really making positive or negative ions, you know, maybe you're getting one that, that doesn't. But all the, the far infrared dry saunas produce no negative ions. So just the sheer fact of taking a sauna is going to raise positive ions in that cabin. So how many people have to go easy when they're taking the sauna because it wipes them out so much? Mm, yeah. So, so the European sauna study showed that if you were inhaling at least 20,000 negative ions per cubic centimeter, you didn't get stress at all. I mean, your rectal temperature didn't, doesn't even go down because that's a normal thing your body does. It's, it's hot. Let me, let's cool down. Let mm-hmm. even do that. And then the participant sweat volume doubled and their skin surface temperatures were hotter. And you'd think, okay, you're really hot and sweaty, man. You got to be uncomfortable. No, those people, they felt like they were less hot than taking a sauna without the negative ions. And how so, are you measuring that? Uh, in, a labor- uh, in a laboratory, in a one uh, cubic meter chamber. And mm-hmm. so in a one cubic meter chamber, the breeze safe produces 56,000 negative ions per cubic centimeter, even though right off the top, it's producing 19,100,000 negative ions and 4,550,000 positive. But you got to remember, it's an invisible cloud that's breaking down all the toxins in the humidified sweat. And so they get consumed. So what you have left over for therapeutic effects is still almost three times the amount that was needed to produce those results in the European studies. So my smaller, I call it a convertible sauna tent because it's the only sauna in the world. It's like a transformer because you can switch a few brackets and unzip a panel. And even if you're six foot five, you can stand up or sit down or flip it and lay down. And so that is, you know, like a one meter square. So when you put the breeze safe in there, you're getting all that benefit. Then we have the larger yoga tent which is taller and longer than the jacuzzi hot box that people have used for hot yoga. Uh, but this one with all the near infrared effects, it's like totally transforming. I mean, if anybody who's into hot yoga, if they use that once, <laughs> uh, they'll never go back. It just, yeah, sounds amazing. I mean, so I, I'm realizing I need to get a breathe safe for my sauna. Do you run it while you're in there and it's hot or yeah. after? Oh, yeah, while you're yeah. in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. There's one uh, biohacker that has my yoga tent with two sauna lamps because he does hit and he wants it 200 degrees in there. So it's like, oh, wow. he gets in, he turns it on in, in, in less than 10 minutes, it's like 200 degrees. And he has his breeze safe in there, of course, to get the oxygen and, and everything cool. else. So yeah, you know, you don't have to have my sauna to use the breeze safe. You can put it in any sauna, yeah. you know, and I encourage people to sleep with it. Put it in your car, have it at your desk. I mean, I have people with multiple chemical sensitivities that could hardly leave their house. They just put a a bag over their shoulder with a strap and then they put Nestle debris safe on top, right about waist height, and they can go out without reactions. Because it's like they have their own little environment that travels with them. (laughs) I know a lot of people bubble, right? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Your own bubble. Yeah, I unfortunately know a lot of people that have that issue. They can't go anywhere. So what a great biohack for those people. Yeah, and they could read the review, a real life verified customer explaining that exact scenario where she's gotten her life back. So cool. And what about mid-infrared? I feel like I hear a lot about far and near. Is mid anything beneficial? Well, infrared rays, red light through 1400 nanometers have a biological response to the body as far as it activates the cell, you know, to produce energy where the other rays, which are good, they help heat up the water molecules in the body. 
you know, kind of like not, I mean, this is just a kind of a, maybe a poor analogy, but a microwave heats up food because it vibrates the water molecules and the act of them moving heated up. So mm-hmm. the mid and far infrared will heat up water molecules in your body. It doesn't biologically cause your cell to do something. Okay. So it's, but heat stress therapy is undisputed. It's benefits. So that's why I love, even though my son is called a near infrared, it's an incandescent bulb that emits 550 to over 3000 nanometers of light. So you're getting red light near, mid and far. It's kind of like a full spectrum in, you have to think of incandescent like the sun. The sun produces incandescent light that heats up things because they absorb the energy. Now, an LED bulb can emit light frequencies. However, it's more concentrated. It's not incandescent. So it doesn't have the same penetrating effect, you know, as like incandescent light. But yeah, light. I mean, people should be out getting sunshine. They should be grounding. I mean, it is huge. I mean, we're the 20, we have the 21st century disease because we're indoors with only artificial light. We're getting blue light. I mean, I have, you know, my prescription glasses with the blue light blockers built in, you know, we, we've got, cause all that affects our hormones. And so we want all forms of the beneficial light we need that exposure daily. Yeah. yeah, I'm really curious to see the negative effects of spending all this time indoors will have on people. I mean, we're staying in to quote unquote protect our immune systems, but I think we're actually doing more damage, right? And I think there's still yeah. a lot of people out there that are just afraid of the sun in general, afraid of what it's going right. to do to their skin. They don't see the power of that full spectrum light. And then we're getting all the indoor pollutants, the outgassing. And I'd love for you to talk more specifically about outgassing. But what do you think that we're going to see after this time? Do you think it's a long enough period of time that it's going to affect us? Uh, there was a lot of people that are indoors just as much now as they were before. As You'd ever. be surprised sure. how many couch <laughs> potato type indoor people there are. It's <laughs> hard for me to think that because I'm a sun junkie. I want my feet in the grass. I want the sun on my skin. It's really hard for me to believe that, but I do. I believe but Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so for those of us who, you know, are in the crowd that we've been doing those things, we're probably still doing those things. I don't think yes. even though they told us to stay in that we're giving up those things. Absolutely. So there's, yeah. <laughs> there's this middle ground of this population who are being driven by fear. Just the emotion of fear alone is going to suppress their immune system. Yeah. Let the nervous it. system is taking a huge hit. Yeah. And so I think we're going to see it. Um, I I mean, I think there's a vitamin D epidemic in this country and getting outdoors in the sun, you know, is going to improve that. I mean, I think we should be taking lessons from the 1918 flu because there's been hospitals. I mean, they they put all the hospital beds outside in the sunshine. I mean, it's even proven that sunshine is killing COVID. I mean, talk about ventilation, right? You know, uh, even with reopening the country, you know, now usually outdoor areas or events can be at 50% capacity because obviously there's less chance of transmission in, mm-hmm. you know, the open air. You know, I, I think that we need to try to educate people because there is a lot of fear driven, you know, a lot, you see all these people wearing these masks, but they're constantly fiddling with them, touching their face. Their hands are more of an exposure to spreading the virus in anything. I mean, right. You know, and now we're using all these hand sanitizers so these pathogens can mutate against them. You know, washing hands. I mean, and I have a yeah. What do you think just, about what do you think about these people that are wearing the masks kind of re-inhaling? Well, they're getting whatever. higher amounts of CO2. And what know, is that so, doing? Oh, well, that's going to affect their lungs and their immune. And if you are constantly wearing a mask, it's going to really negatively affect the person. You know, it, it's been proven. I mean, if somebody's going to sneeze and aspirate, 
you know, molecules of water in the air with the virus, they're going to travel and a mass does, you know, limit that. Uh, But I, you know, so I think that people that are coughing or having any of those symptoms should be masked. I think the other people should be doing stuff, washing their hands. You know, why not get, I mean, back in the day we had copper doorknobs. Do you know Mm. that there's more viruses on a, on a doorknob, but if we had copper doorknobs these days, it would be dead in four hours. Why do you think, I don't, I haven't seen copper in forever. Yeah. Why do you think they got rid of that? Well, uh, cheaper metals, you know, it's, it's, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, all the hospital bed rails and bed pans, they all used to be copper. And all of that is, is it kills you know, these pathogens very quickly. Brass has got a lot of copper in it. So if you get some lead-free brass, that's effective at, you know, killing these microbes. But I mean, you know, we need to be looking at, you know, the doorknobs. We need to be looking at, as soon as you come home, wash your hands. I mean, I've chosen to use Everclear 190 proof alcohol to spray in my hands because I don't have all the chemicals in it. But so there's less chance that, right. you know, that the virus is going to mutate against some of these other hand sanitizers. And you're not uh, absorbing additional toxins. Exactly. Because it's like in 30 seconds, you put something on your skin and it's in your bloodstream. I mean, that's why we have a whole natural uh, skincare line. Uh, so, I mean, that goes with the the hand sanitizers as well. Uh, but, you know, for all the people out there, I would say turn their furnace fan on to continuous, change your furnace filter, get some uh, fresh air, get outside, you know, for the circadian rhythm, get outside, start watching the sunrise in the morning. I mean, so get your hormones balanced that way. And make sure you're getting adequate vitamin D. You know, there's a lot of controversy on vitamin D out there. I mean, I just recently bought one of those spurty vitamin D lamps. You know, so again, you got to use it. I used to have it on this end table by this chair and I would religiously, and then I organized things around and I moved it. And now I haven't been using it again. And it's like, oh my gosh, you know, got to make sure and follow through on some things. But, you know, how about those studies about the vitamin D status? You know, that, that a majority of the people, you know, the fatalities are because they had low vitamin D status. Yeah. I've been using a vitamin D app to measure. It sort of approximates depending on the UV index for the day, my latitude, like my location, how much skin is exposed. It will estimate how much. Oh, wow. Cool. And then it actually, it will tell me when I've gotten enough for the day and it will tell me like, we're done. You can, (laughs) you have to wait 14 hours for your next exposure, but the UV index has been pretty high and I go out a little bit earlier. Right. Like I'm getting my fill, but I noticed at the beginning of this time when it wasn't warmer, like I'm on the East coast, I'm sure it was a little colder in Washington as well, but yeah, have as many opportunities opportunities to go out and my vitamin D level in that first month was pretty low. And again, it's not measuring my blood, it's an estimation, but right, right. I noticed I was getting less because, you know, it's like nowhere to go. No right. chance for sun. Well and I I actually did test my blood and the last time I tested it two months ago it was 58. And I have not taken a vitamin D supplement in at least a year. So that's all from sun exposure. Well, she lives in Las Vegas. It's a little easier. (laughs) It is a lot easier here. Yeah, I actually left my vitamin D lamp back in Maryland when I moved out here because I was like, I won't be needing that in Vegas. But it's just amazing the the powerful benefits of the sun. I just got mine tested from the winter and I was down to 37. Oh, goodness. So so that's low. I mean, it's still in the green, but you want to be between 50 and 100, really, ideally. Right, right. I saw the lowest level ever recently. Um, a patient had a vitamin D level of seven. Oh my gosh. I, I was like, is this accurate? Yeah. So that's, I'm glad you said that for people. So 50 to a hundred is the goal. Right. Yeah. So even though I'm in the green at 37, that's really low, Yeah. you know, compared to where we want, we want the buffer. And so, uh, being in Washington, even though you can get out and get a lot of sun, the angle, it doesn't produce the same amount as if you're around the equator, you know? So, Mm -hmm. 
yeah. farther you are north, the more vitamin D deficient you're going to be. Yeah. Well, hopefully now that it's warmer across the country, people are getting more opportunities to be outside. And actually, I'm wondering now that things are reopening and outdoors is a safe space. Like we're seeing this outdoor like sidewalk dining. Like I don't know that people are going to be inside other establishments. So hopefully we'll sort of bounce back into just being more in, in nature this summer, I'm hoping. But right. I'd love to take a step yeah. back and talk more about the outgassing, what happens when you're inside with these indoor pollutants, especially when you're in like a new home or have a new car. Can you speak to that and how that's your personal experience with that? Yeah. Well, think about this. Each product is allowed to have certain limits of chemicals They're all listed on the Health and Human Services website that are even carcinogenic. But let's say you use a dozen products, which you probably have at least a dozen around you in your home, your car, your office, and they are all, you know, emitting all these harmful chemicals. You know, there's nothing that's measuring the accumulation or the cumulative effect of all these multiple items. And and then people are just, I mean, using things that don't make sense. Like I'll use this example because every time I went to visit my son when he was in college, his roommate had every room, a Glade Airwick freshener plugged in. (laughs) And it's just like go in there, I'd be in respiratory. It's like, oh my gosh, I think it would, I think it was almost just a, a, a phobia because I don't, I can be around stuff and not have respiratory distress or anything, but it's like, I knew I didn't want to be breathing that, you know? Same it's toxic. I about it as well. I run so far away from those things. <laughs> I'm surprised that people still have them or just a Glade candle. It, I smell the toxins. Well, yeah. if you look up the ingredients on the Health and Human Services website, they're, they actually cause cancer, a lot of them. But then, you know, Glade says, well, they're in, you know, safe limits or whatever like that. So it's a fragrance covering up an odor. It's not getting rid of, you know, an odor. Stacking the pollutants. And then that's why I created a little ionic refresher using a carbon fiber tip technology that's super efficient at cleaning up the air so people could have an alternative to fresh air. I mean, in this thing in laboratory test kills 90% of bacteria in the air, more than the, more than the breeze safe, but you know, every outlet or it's a plugs into an outlet. You can just put one in every room. Uh, My chiropractic office has one in every room. And he told me the other day, he said through this whole flu season, 4,000 people in and out of that office, he says himself and not one staff member has been sick. Mm-hmm. And he, he attributes the only difference was putting one of these everywhere, but you know, you're breathing every second, even if you don't have immediate respiratory distress, you know, you could be having that headache that you get that you're attributing to just your migraine headache. You right. could, uh, your, your, toddler crawling on the carpet that you take to the doctor and they give an asthma inhaler could be because of the chemicals coming out of the carpet. I mean, we need to be thinking a little bit differently because there's so many chemicals in the environment. You know, mold, one in two homes in America has a moisture problem. So that means mold. So what does mold cause? I mean, even cancer. I mean, so we have really got to think when you're spending 90% of your time indoors. I mean, because people can get everything from skin rashes. And then what do some people do? They're, they're, they're putting hydrocortisone cream on their, their, their skin rashes. I mean, their body is crying out that it's indoors too much, that it's collecting too many toxins, and we're just suppressing all these symptoms. I mean, because... You know, I had the respiratory distress, you know, all the skin issues. I was fatigued. I was tired. I didn't get the headaches, but I had the, like loss of memory. I mean, I, at one point, believe it or not, I had a pen and paper and I had to write down everything. I couldn't remember why I'd even walk in the next room. I was so bad with brain fog. And uh, when I started making that connection that it was toxins and that I needed to get better air, 
and detoxify, my health started improving. Yeah. So I've heard from several doctors, you know, any health issue can be tied back to too many toxins, not enough nutrients. What would you say to that comment? I would really agree because by design, every cell in your body has what's called an enzyme binding site. So just like a new car, it's got a steering wheel, it's got a seat, it's got the tires where the tires are going to go. I mean, if you had to sit on your tire and your your steering wheel was what was being used for a, a wheel, that wouldn't work very good. But the body is so smart. It's like when it doesn't have adequate energy, it cannot, even if the new car part's there, you know, it cannot put it where it needs to go. So it will, out of survival, it's like, look at the table of elements chart. Lead is really similar to calcium. If you can't put calcium where it needs to go, your body will use lead. It will be satisfied with having 10% function over no function. And so, it's you very know. very resourceful in a way. It is, you know, yeah. cadmium for zinc. I mean, aluminum for magnesium. You get all this, these substitutions going on. And when you have enough substitutions going on, then you develop what are now diagnosed as diseases. Hmm. Right. And all the borrowing just ends up with a, a massive depletion across the board. And every adaptation consumes energy. It's like if you had the key to your front door, you'd use it. But if you didn't, you might walk around to the back door, climb up a ladder, go in a window. You get in the house, but how much longer did that take? So it's like, what's the number one complaint, everybody? Oh, I'm tired. So we're sucking down coffee and energy drinks like crazy. (laughs) Right. When it's your body signaling that something (laughs) is wrong. Right. Exactly. Yeah. That's a great analogy. So you talked a lot about negative ions and we've brought up multiple different iterations and some downstream effects like brain fog, uh, just being sensitive to fumes. What about something like depression, anxiety? How yes. are the negative ions affecting that? Yeah, just the sheer fact that you're around positive ions emitting off your computer screen all day can make you depressed, can make you, you know, that with the blue light and everything else, you know, reversing cortisols, we can be, become anxious. I mean, WebMD says if you can get enough negative ions, it's better than an antidepressant. That's how significant it is. And I don't think that it just miraculously cures the disease. I think your body needed it to begin with to function. And mm-hmm. that crying out for help was the symptom of the anxiety and the depression. Mm-hmm. So where point. would you suggest that someone start? I mean, we know this stuff. This is very familiar in our, our world. But for someone that, whose mind is blown by the fact that their indoor environment could be toxic, that all these things that, you know, the positive ions actually are hurting us. Like this could be new information for a lot of people. Where do we begin? Well, I would begin first thing by trying to get up and get early morning sun, watch the sunrise, get your feet out there. Even if it's overcast, go out, you know, and take off your rubber soled shoes and get the feet on the concrete, on the dirt and ground. Get a Get a grounding mattress pad that you can put on your bed so when you're sleeping at night, you're getting grounded. I mean, if you can get grounded, I mean, that's calming. And then, like I said before, switch that furnace fan to continuous, change those filters. If it's a nice day, there's not pollution. You know, like if you're in a smog alert, obviously don't open up all the house and bring all that in. But if, if you've got a nice fresh day out there, especially now that it's like springtime, summer, open up those windows, air out that house every chance you get. Also quit, you know, walking on the asphalt across, you know, lawns that had chemicals and then wearing those same shoes throughout your house. Let's don't bring the coal tar and the pesticides and the herbicides inside the home. Yeah, you know, leave it at the door you know, switch over. I mean, back in the day, I couldn't go get different brands of natural, no chemical cleaners. Now you got all kinds of brands. You can go to the store and you can get effective, natural, non-toxic cleaners because there's no sense in making yourself toxic with an oven cleaner or 
you know, you don't realize how that, you know, hits your bloodstream through breathing it in with your lungs. So, you know, go through your house. I mean, get those wool dryer balls and ditch the, the dryer sheets, you mm-hmm. know, cause you can get enough of those natural wool balls in there where you don't need dryer sheets. So you'll end up saving money, but you won't have it on your clothes going in your skin you know, clean up your house. I mean, then there's, if you have a little more money, invest in some air purifiers. Like it's, it's really cheap to, to get these. They're super effective. I've got all the lab testing on the website, those ionic refreshers. I mean, especially put one in your bathroom, you know, you're flushing that toilet and E. coli. Do you see the lab tests? You know, we're trying to save the trees. So we're not using paper to dry our hands, but you turn on one of those you know, dryers use everywhere and, and yeah. it, it, it sucks in the E. coli and it's just like, oh my gosh, you know, so let's, let's, yeah. It's one thing to have your microbiome all over your personal bathroom, but in a pub, public bathroom, it's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the same way, like with your sauna, you know, it's like, have you ever seen those guys at the gym just wringing out their their gym shorts over the rocks. I mean, it's like, oh, oh my God. gosh, come on. You know, and yeah. the other thing is, is all the saunas that are out there, the sides of them are porous. So what does a toxic humidified sauna sweat do? It kind of like clings to it and dries. So you get to reheat it and enjoy it again. Mm. So, so you're probably better off not using a sauna than to use one of those. A, a home. Right. Mine's got the smooth surfaces and then get into using ozonated water. I mean, what a miracle. I mean, when there's toxic aquifers, what does the EPA do? One of their methods is, is they have an injection well and they inject large amounts of ozonated water to break down petrochemicals and heavy metals and toxins to purify it. Mm-hmm. And it only takes 0.1 part per million of dissolved ozone in water to kill E. coli in 15 seconds. So everything has its dose and contact time. But the ozone ears I sell, you can make one part per million water. I mean, so it's like in seconds. So you could take ozonated water and you can wipe down things. You know, uh, all of our food is grown in soil. So what does soil have? It's got parasite larvae that you can't see. (laughs) And then you ingest that and then it hatches and our immune system has to deal with the parasites. So let's properly wash our food in ozonated water. (laughs) Do you also drink the ozonated water? I do. I do. Because it's like we're mostly water and our temperature of our body causes that those molecules... It's just ozone is a triplet oxygen molecule, O1, O1, and O1. And so because of the whole negative positive bond, that third one is super unstable. So it breaks off. That's the miracle. Let's break down every toxic substance. Let's through cell lysine destroy a bacteria virus so it can't mutate against it. But then the byproduct is O2, pure oxygen. You know, when we're indoors, leading sedentary lifestyles, well, well, we're breathing less oxygen, number one, but then sedentary lifestyles, we have lower oxygen levels. And the body's smart because, you know, when the body has adequate oxygen, the cells have a protective enzyme coating around them that actually protect them from getting infected with viruses and bacteria. But yet then, when we're indoors, our oxygen levels fall. So what does our body do? It's gonna, it has a hierarchy. There's certain cells that even if you're so oxygen deprived, you're always gonna have oxygen. So it sacrifices. It's like driving a car with that alternator not working. You're not gonna turn your headlights on. You know, you can still get to point A to point B. So it, it's like a dog chasing its tail because if you have lower oxygen, then you're gonna lose more enzyme protective coating. So you're going to be more susceptible to, for infection. So when you drink that ozonated water, it boosts the body's oxygen levels. So it protects you, not only detoxifying your body, which is a miracle in itself, but to increase the body's oxygen levels, it's going to protect more cells. More cells are going to be able to function. I mean, there's a lot of functions you just require oxygen to work in the body. And so that is, that is so huge. Yeah, I think especially right now with 
you know, the virus that's going around, I think one of the biggest issues is the hypoxia. Yeah. So this seems like a good time to be incorporating. Oh yeah. That. And they did some things in Spain where they were, you know, given the, uh, ozonated, uh, you know, where they take the blood out and they ozonate it and they put it back in the, the patients and they were just recovering so fast. Wow. And so, you know, sanitization, it's like liquid sanitizer, you know, and then, you know, helping the body. Of course, there's the medical grade ozone where people do encephalation, you know, to get oxygen in the body. There, there's, you know, real intense things you can do, but a daily practice of drinking ozonated water on an empty stomach. Now I tell people, so they go, oh, can I combine my ozonated water with my coffee for my coffee enema? And I say, well, only if you want to make the coffee less effective and the oxygen from the ozone less effective because it, I mean, you could ozonate coffee long enough and it become pure liquid, <laughs> you know, like uh, Los Angeles, they use giant ozonators and ozonate their sewage and turn it into clean drinking water. I mean, ozone will break down anything. So you have to be smart when you use ozone because you don't want to be breathing the gas. A lot of people right. go, oh, well, I like the lungs. I like the smell of ozone. I breathe deeper. I'm going, no, your body's breathing <laughs> no. deeper because it needs more oxygen because the ozone took the receptor sites in the lungs. Right. You know, um, I've got an invention that'll be coming out this fall because I bought this gizmo that you hook an ozone machine to and it diffuses the ozone gas in the water, then it degasses it so you're not smelling it. I mean, for now, I just turn on an exhaust fan, leave the room, go do something else. You know, I'm smart about it. Yeah. But uh, I developed a screw-on cap that you hook the uh, ozone gas generator to, and it diffuses the water, the gas in the water, like at 10 times the rate as that other invention. And then it completely degasses it. I, you know, I have an air meter 0. 0.000 part per million escaping from the cap. And so even somebody with COPD or asthma are going to be able to ozonate water and drink it here with once I get my invention out. Very and cool. so that's exciting. That, that's the reason why we don't have ozone gas being injected into every faucet in our sinks because every hospital, every restaurant, every home, if we had that, we would have no more food poisoning you know, because, you know, Listeria, Salmonella, E. coli, it would all be instantly killed. And uh, we, you know, not have any microbes mutating against something because of it, it kills it through cell lysine. But I do have a new patent pending invention, a new way to degas ozone. Because you can get a whole house system for about $25,000, but I don't know of many families that can afford that. So I've got an undercounter way to be able to filter and ground out the excess ozone so you could just flip your faucet and have liquid sanitizer. Right now, after I get out of my sauna, I literally take an ice-cold ozone shower. So I'm like infusing oxygen in my body. Oh my gosh, it's like so special. I'm very interested in that. <laughs> yes. All right, you'll have to keep us posted on that. That sounds yeah. amazing. I really hope there's more education about ozone. I think not enough people know about it. So hopefully we're going towards that direction. And I know on your website, you have a lot of amazing solutions for the ozone. All the things we don't have to mention today, the breathe right, the, remind me what the little ionizer is called. Ionic refresher. Ionic refresher. A lot of um, ozone solutions. So we'll definitely refer our audience to your website because some amazing things that have helped you and your clients and we'll will continue to help the world. So we'll share that. Yeah. You give us a lot of great advice. We like to ask at the end of our episodes, is there one piece of advice? We were just like to simplify something that people can start working on today. I know you mentioned getting sunshine to reset their circadian rhythm. Would you say that's your number one piece or you want to chime in on just one more thing? <laughs> well, actually that's free. It costs yeah. no one any money. We and like the free biohacks. <laughs> and if they do it for a month, it'll probably change their life more than any one thing I could do. I mean, I could tell them to do other stuff that they could spend money for, 
that would impact them super positively, maybe even more, especially if they had Lyme disease or this or that. There's there's other things that I've got that would be a first priority, but that has got to be... My my free best free advice. That's the easiest to implement. All right, everyone heard it. Get outside, watch the sunrise, get your circadian rhythm optimized. I love it. We are definitely on board with that. Amazing, Eileen. Thank you so much. This was so wonderful. We learned so much, and we're excited to share this with our audience. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Love this episode of the Biohacker Babes podcast? Head over to Apple Podcasts to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. Until then, happy biohacking. Happy biohacking.